What's going on, everybody? This WrestleMania-sized episode of The A-Show is sponsored by Podcorn. Now, since The A-Show has started, one of our goals has always been to collaborate with brands and obtain sponsorships in order to continue to grow, and we are just met with an opportunity that we just have to share with you guys with Podcorn. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host red ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. With Podcorn, there is no middleman. Podcasters of all all sizes can browse and report opportunities right on the platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. We just made an account, we signed up, and almost immediately we were connected with brands who wanted to provide sponsorship opportunities straight to us. So thank you to Podcorn for sponsoring this special episode of The A Show, and make sure you start exploring sponsorship opportunities and monetizing your podcast by signing up at podcorn.com podcasters. Up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is episode 128. I was wrong last episode. I was 127. This is 128. <laughs> I am Justin here with Meals. We are on quarantine week three on lockdown. What's up, Meals? Week two for me. Week three for you. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm okay. I don't know. Whatever. Like at this point, it's really whatever. We're gonna be here for a while. Yeah. Everything is gonna be here for a while. Um, so like mentally, I wake up every day and I'm like, damn, you know what I wish I could do? Not this. Um <laughs> I legitimately sit on my couch with my laptop and I'm just like, this is already becoming trash. So I kind of just be like, I think it just takes kind of a mental fortitude to kind of understand, to take this day by day. Let me mute this phone to kind of like take it day by day, which I think generally everyone should do. Yeah, it's kind of it was kind of weird. I was like looking back on like when this started. It almost feels like it was like months ago, but it was only like three weeks ago for me and two weeks for other people. But it was funny Mm -hmm. because the week that I had actually stopped going like the Monday and Tuesday, uh, my dog was sick. So I didn't go in mm-hmm. Monday and Tuesday. So I've actually been a little bit out a little bit longer than everybody else because I was just at home with him. And they pretty much told us not to come in from Wednesday on to that point. And now it's like, you know, to further notice, everything shut down. Yeah. And, and I mean, this is again, this is serious. And, you know, once again, we are here and I'm, I'm happy and proud to, to be here um, every single week have- with you guys. Do you have a friend who or coworker or someone who continuously texts you like updated news reports like counts and maps and and uh figures and all this other stuff news articles related to this like on a maybe daily to like maybe bi daily basis or something? My mom does uh <laughs> a lot. My my girlfriend I think moms are the most worried in this situation because my mom has been doing some 
I won't say next shit, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's been, you know, I don't want to say doing a lot. I feel like doing whatever makes you comfortable in this situation is like what you should do to make you feel most comfortable. Cause this is a very like anxiety, high anxiety kind of like, you know, dangerous situation. So whatever you do to make you comfortable, but yeah, um, we are different. What's your mom doing? Well, she's sending articles through, but mostly for like Virginia, uh, Virginia, they just were told yesterday um, that not only did they let schools out completely for the year uh, last week, but this week they said, you know, we're shutting the whole city down until June 10th. So they're very serious about, um, fl- you know, flattening the curve there. Uh, of course, I live in California. Uh, we are very serious about that here. I, I saw a LA Times article that um, that came across my feed this morning saying that, that you know, that this was it was helping that that you know the the cases were um, being less and less prevalent here. So I guess it is working in, in somewhat. Let's just keep it to you know stay what we're doing. You know, keep keep to what we were doing. And, yeah, and everyone stay inside and, and and listen to the A show at this point because there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing outside. I mean, I've traveled a couple times outside. I just can't stay inside all day. I just yeah. need to. And it's not even like I can't stay inside. I got to go out, get me lit, you know, not that type of shit. Um, It's more so like I just need to, like, remind myself that this is not completely a forced isolation. So I can Mm -hmm. go outside anytime that I want to. And that's kind of like what's mentally in my brain. It's like, yo, you don't have to be inside all day. You can go out anytime you want to. It's just whatever is outside is incredibly limited. So I got to kind of tell myself that psychologically so I don't go insane and be like, I'm trapped in this house forever with the the same people for an extended amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than that, I mean, I like personally, and I know we're getting totally off the subject. A lot of people. It's okay. Nothing, not much happened this week. So it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. The thing is, it's like a lot of things are like compensating for the fact like movies, um, Pokemon Go. So I I play Pokemon Go a lot. Uh, Just the listeners of this. I'm I'm one of the last remaining people on earth playing this game. No, you're Um, not. You know, that you know. No, I'm I'm definitely not. I'm 100% not. But like the last ones that you know. They just put numbers out yesterday that Pokemon Go is actually bigger than it was last year. And last year it was its peak or they yeah. thought it was its peak. So, like, there are people that are still playing this game. And I was like, wow, like, it's not done whatsoever. Right. So they've done actually a lot of things to help. And they're still doing incorporating a lot of stuff that, I mean, this game is an outside game. It requires you to walk to places, requires you to do things with people. And they're incorporating a lot of things where you can do a lot of it from home. And they're kind of changing the entire, I don't want to say the build of the game, but kind of how the game is structured um, in terms of the activities that you're supposed to do outside and kind of like making them now being able to do it within their house. I don't know if this is going to last forever, but at least in this sort of instance, it's like a company that's being like, okay, we see just sort of, I mean, I'm sure they're also losing a ton of money. I mean, you don't have to pay for things if you don't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of a company that's being like, okay, we understand that our people love playing this game. So we're going to try to make this as easy as possible. I'm pre- I'm like 90% sure. Like it's like 70% about the money, but like, I like playing this game. So the fact that I'm be able to play it inside and still have contact with the people that I play with, is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, there's just a lot of it, m- mangas for the whole lookout channel, mangas and anime. I mean, kind of anime. I mean, I'm dubbing. I'm I'm on my hero. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm playing Animal Crossing, addicted to that right now. Uh, the dub for My Hero has stopped, which is what's the most... <laughs> well, good, because it gives me a chance to catch up. You almost there. It's not even. <laughs> You're almost there. You're like twenty it's, episodes away. You're good. As soon as I, as soon as I found out season three was was almost over and season four is delayed, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I can I can take my foot off the gas. So I I, I stopped watching. I've been watching for like three days. But oh, um, wow. I, I've been on Animal Crossing. Of course, my my gaming has gone up way way more. Resident it's like the quarantine game of the year. Like this is. Really, yeah, it is. Like, it's. I, I checked with Jeff. Shout out to Jeff, who's my co-host on the Lookout Podcast and the Mount Silver Podcast. I asked, how many hours of this game have you played? And he showed me. And it said 110. Yeah. And I was like, you're insane. I'm at around it. 80. I'm at around 80. And I think like this week and next week, there's, uh, for people who don't have switches or people who are doing dual systems, there's Resident Evil this week. Uh, the next week is Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I'm pretty sure is going to be up there in popularity with Animal Crossing. Because uh, that's a, that's a huge release, and people were. I was actually worried that I wasn't going to be able to play it because of work. So this is actually cool because I'm going to be able to sit around and. Play I know, right? I mean, like this is crazy. But, <laughs> work is such a bummer, but. <laughs> but the biggest bummer was that uh, I I looked at my calendar this morning, and uh, tomorrow was supposed to be the day where I got my flight to Tampa, and I met up with Mark and Cyrus, or I was going to meet up with Mark and Cyrus, and we were going to. We're going to hit WrestleMania this year. And so uh, that's the sobering reality of like what, what else is going on is that, you know. I mean, y'all can still hit up a Zoom call or something, a FaceTime or something. No, nah, that's yeah. not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same, man. We, gotta, we, we need to have the 2K19 with the entrances and with belts. And, you know, we're just not going to be able to have that. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's unfortunate. I mean, I. I was never going to go, but I know that a ton of people were going to go. And I know it's unfortunate for them, especially a lot of people who this is their first Mania experience. Um, but I think just in general, huh, it sucks. I don't know. It, it yeah. sucks. There's no, there's no big, there's no great bones about it. It's like the, everything that is WrestleMania weekend. I mean, I experienced it. Was it last year? When the hell was it in New York? This year? Last year? Last year. It was last year. It was last year. I didn't go to WrestleMania, but I went to everything else, which was insane. Um, but, I mean, it was a great time just to be in the city and kind of hang out and do things. Shout out to Jamal. I was with him the entire time, but um, it was just a great time to do things. And it's kind of wondering now, like, how is W? I'm waiting for the the day of WrestleMania 36 or, like, the 24-7 or WWE 24 episode of WrestleMania 36 and kind of see – how they are going about this. Cause I would love to see kind of like how they decided, okay, we don't know what's going on yet. Like a documentary in the fashion of like, well, I think we just want to, it's see, March 13th. What are we doing? We just want to see what Vince was doing. We want to see what, where, yeah, everyone's, me too. Mind, where everyone's headspace was at the time. And, um, being able to see how, how they wanted to do like, even just the, you know, we're more than likely not going to have every match, um, in the ring. You know, there's a possibility there's pre-tapes. I mean, we've already seen on NXT that it looks like they're going to get a pre-tape Gargano-Champa match. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's going to be a lot of stuff that doesn't take place directly inside of, of the Performance Center. So I'm interested in seeing the production value behind this because it's it's going to be, you know, a a lot of, of, of uh, smoke and mirrors and a lot of, like, things that we've never seen before. And I'm hoping that they take this opportunity and do something original, much like what they've been doing with the promos on, on mm-hmm. Raw, 
which I thought Raw was the go home for Raw. If you weren't excited for Mania, that show would get you excited for Mania. Just Edge's promo, which was phenomenal. Undertaker's promo, which was we got to talk about that too. Like, oh, yeah. was, there was a lot of stuff on Raw that got me hyped for the show more so than I was, and I was like, okay, I, I'm in, I'm, I'm cool with it. And um, of course, as you know, WrestleMania is two nights this this year. They were it forced their hand. We had to do two two nights, sixteen matches, and we're going to talk about all of them today. Which is insane. I'm still. Oh, if they had given us eight, I would have been like, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> The like two four nights, each night, yeah. The two night format is dope. I mean, we saw Russell Kingdom do that earlier this year, and it, and it worked out very well. Um, obviously, there was a stronger show than a weaker show with WrestleMania this year. I feel like top to bottom, the card is really really fun, and I think the card is really good. I think there's at least two or three matches that could steal the show on each night of, of this. We don't know the current setup. Um, I would love to guess what we think the main events were, are going to be too, as we do our predictions, but. Um, so- I'm 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 looking at this card and I'm kind of wondering like okay, without the people, without the <clears> spectacle, <throat> without everything, can they still create a quality WrestleMania moment from this entire ordeal? Because a lot of the WrestleMania moments, I mean, the backdrop has always been the people, the reactions, everything like that. I mean, who like Shawn Michaels winning WWE Championship at WrestleMania what twelve or something along those lines, like. I don't know if it feels the same if it's just him in an empty arena. Um, same with, you know, a lot of big WrestleMania moments. I mean, I don't know. The the reaction of the crowd has always added to it. So I'm kind of wondering now, like, can they still make a WrestleMania moment without people? I, I think it's it's def- in the case of like John Cena and Undertaker, AJ and, and Bray, definitely because there doesn't have to be in the ring. Um, but the other matches, I, I'm I'm very interested in seeing if they're going to allow certain matches to get time uh, mm-hmm. without a crowd. Like Edge and Randy Orton, I think is something that we should really be looking at in terms of how much smoke and mirrors are going to put to make up for the lack of a crowd reacting to this stuff. Um, I think also, uh, obviously, we got to talk about it here. You know what what they're going to do with with uh, Goldberg and, and Roman here. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you want to talk about it now or do you want to wait till? I mean, yeah, we can talk about it now. Um, Roman Reigns uh, was reported uh, earlier this week that Roman Reigns was actually off the is off the WrestleMania card uh, and he will not be facing Goldberg and that the, the replacement hasn't been announced. They have. Of course, they haven't announced it on the TV shows because they, they tape what, like three or four weeks of TV, uh, including the post the post mini episode. So um, they, they couldn't just kind of slide that in. I think a lot of the people that are there at home at this point, but um, they're, they're, they've kept it very silent as to uh, who is going to replace Roman Reigns. Of co- Obviously, uh, if, if you don't know, of course, you, you know, Roman Reigns is just uh, recovering from cancer uh, last year and, you know, he's immunocompromised. Like he is, he is someone who could, you know, is, is at risk. Could, uh, yeah. He was someone who has a pre-existing condition that will allow that, in, you know, exacerbates anything that could happen if he was able to if he if he contracted the coronavirus. Yeah. So I don't think anyone blamed him. I mean, I think a lot of people, everyone who is kind of against WWE and kind of what they're doing or what they were doing with WrestleMania had their thoughts about it as opposed to like, and this is the reason why it shouldn't go on or A, mm-hmm. B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even the people who 
are for this WrestleMania still happen. Once again, we're like, we understand, like we get it. Like we wouldn't even want Roman to put himself in that line of fire for our own personal entertainment. It would be mm-hmm. selfish from our point of view to expect that from him, giving the situation that he's in. Mm-hmm. Um, so to be honest with you, Roman off the TV for, I mean, at this point, it'll be a couple of months if he's really taking this seriously. I'm not really against. Um, Me either. I, yeah. I think it provides more opportunity. He's Roman Reigns for one. He can always slide back in anywhere he wants. Um, but also it just gives a, a bunch of new people new opportunities. And I think that's what we're kind of going for in this one. Yeah, uh, I, I think with, with this, Roman is even uh, he even went on Instagram to talk about you know the fact that he did uh, he did drop out of the show uh, because of health, and he was just like you know like don't blame anybody. It was me. It was something I had to do for my family, and I, and I thought it was a really good video that he put out just to tell people like hey like I had to do this for bigger reasons than wrestling. And he was like if I if I could, I would have wanted to be there, and I can't wait to go back and, and go back to work. And I think it was a great thing to say like as far as people blaming. WWE it's like he was already there <laughs> like he already done he'd already been doing TV and stuff like that like this is something that he honestly did and I'm like you know working with someone as physical as Goldberg like fluids are gonna fly you know like he, he knows yeah. that there's, there's an opportunity there's a chance Goldberg's over 50 he's he is you know recovering from cancer there's just too many variables there that something could go wrong. And, and I'm glad that he did, he did step up and say, you know, I'm not going to do that. And everyone's like, Oh, you know, this is, you know, these, these guys are being forced beyond their will. Like this is proof that they're not. <laughs> yeah. I think it's 100%, especially WWE's taking the precautions. They've pretty much rented an entire hotel to house these superstars. I mean, they're long gone by now. I think at this point they're gone. Oh, they're at home. They're at home. They're <laughs> <Yeah>. definitely at home. <laughs> they're 100% at home. So WrestleMania has been taped as of the eight. before, I guess by the end of last week, it's been taped. Um, the shows afterwards have been taped. Um, if I had to do a prediction myself, I could see them on a sort of monthly, maybe tri-weekly, bi-weekly kind of schedule where they record a bunch of shows at once and then continue to put them out that way. And that's kind of how they do it. Um, I like how mum everything has been regarding spoilers because it's mm-hmm. a very closed set. Mm-hmm. Um, WrestleMania is something you absolutely do not want spoiled. Yeah. I could see them. WWE lawyer is going to be out crazy if they see any website <laughs> pushing WrestleMania spoilers. Um, but I just think in general, I mean, they're testing everyone as they come in reportedly, like, they're doing the best that they can in sort of this situation to provide entertainment. And I think a lot of the superstars are um, on board with that as well, or else they would not be competing. I think if a lot, if I, if more than 50% of that roster says, we don't feel like it's comfortable to be competing under these standards, they don't do it. Yeah. Uh, let's get into the card. There, there's a lot of matches to talk about. Big <laughs> ass card, man. Yeah a huge card of course wrestlemania will be taking place from a from a multitude of different locations uh we're not really sure where yet but i mean obviously boneyard match can't be done in there uh and the fun firefly funhouse match is probably going to be on the set as well uh cena's very used to sets but uh there's a, there's a lot of things going on it's like john cena's garage man like <laughs> <laughs> it's on his helicopter pad that they kind of just dressed up like i'm going to attempt to jump around should i do non-title matches first like the single man matches? 
let's feel it out. Let's feel. How, how do you want to do this? How do you? Let's just. I would feel love it out. to. I would love to. What I would love to. Okay, I would love to do this right right now. I would love okay. to to for us to pick out what matches we think are going to be on Saturday and Sunday and review them as such. Oh wow! Okay, I need time for this. All right, give me a second. Um, set, what's a Saturday? Email? Well, I think Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins was definitely announced for Saturday. Yeah, see, yeah. Owens said Saturday, so Saturday. I'm, I'm going to do it in my notes app right now. Saturday, uh, Owens v Rollins. What a crazy! What a crazy thing! I think they did reveal a little bit which shows, are, which um, did which they? matches were going. Yeah, I think so. I feel like Dirt Sheets had it. Um. Call it. I'm gonna see. call it in the ring right now. We're just. I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah. Look. Let's. You know what? Whatever. Real no, time. No edits here. All, time. Real, all real time. Yeah. I'm look. I'm searching WrestleMania fightful. Shout out to Sean Rossap. He should be sending us a check. Um, they, haven't, <laughs> they haven't said. They haven't said it. They haven't said it on the, no. on the main side either. I've, I've. I've. I promise you that I've seen it somewhere where they're just like, okay, hold on. WWE schedule Saturday. I'm gonna type in match card Saturday. Matches. I guess it would be on Wikipedia if they really did uh let yeah, them know. Would, it would be. The only match that is for sure on Saturday uh is oh well, well wrestling inc.com uh-huh. <laughs> has has these you know what? i trust them i trust them i <laughs> i can't even lie i do trust them i get a lot of Previously NXT spoilers from their show, so I do trust them. Two, three, four, but they only have four matches on this, and there's more Saturday, matches. Right? Not, yeah, like they have they they have the Goldberg match, which we don't know who's the replacement. Uh, we have the Baszler match on Saturday, which makes sense, uh, mm-hmm. and we have the Firefly Funhouse match, and then Rollins and Owens. That's a fun yeah. card. That's a fun card in itself. Like that's that's yeah. some matches. Those are some matches. That's a right Saturday there. Night Main Event, man. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's some good matches right there. I'm not gonna lie. Actually, I do. Actually, I do think that that Becky Baszler is gonna be on Saturday. Hmm. Uh, Baszler and Lynch. I do think that's gonna happen. I I do think Cena and and Wyatt is gonna happen on Saturday. I, I'll agree with that. Uh, but I but I also feel as though. But I also feel as though no 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 no. No, I, th- I think that I think Brock is going to main event Sunday. So yeah, um, yeah. You know what? Let's uh, you know what. We shouldn't forego the Saturday Sunday thing. The card is the card. <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm I'm definitely going to do it. I'm doing it right now. Uh, I think the tag okay. match. Right. I think I think profits. The Justin's Delina, booking the territory. Delina's, as we do this. Delina's Angels on Saturday. Um, one, two, three, four. I need four more. Which is crazy. Shout out to um, Austin Theory. Austin Theory from NXT from developmental to mania in four months. I think Otis v uh, Ziggler Saturday need a need a need a cool down. I want to I want to go back and see how many people uh, who 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 gets this right. Actually, you know what? I think main eventing on Saturday would probably be Orton uh, Orton Edge. No, I felt like that's going to be Sunday. I, don't I wouldn't. Know. You think it's going to main event the whole show? No. Nah. Yeah, I do think it's going to close the show. Oh, huh. Sunday. Hmm. Oh, Sunday. Interesting. Um, let's see. Uh, what else is the, as we're doing this, let's see what the uh, what the rest. Wow, of the there's a there's about. a lot of there's a. Oh, I think the the women's tag is going to happen. Uh, Kabuki v uh, Bliss Cross. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What's the last? What's the last match here? Oh, gold, the Goldberg match. Goldberg v v v question marks. Okay, that's Saturday Sunday car. I'll fill it out as we go. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> okay. All right. Hold on. Um. Let's see. Do, 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 do. I'm trying to see what else is out here in the world. But go ahead, go ahead. Let's uh let's start this card. What a card. Like, what a card, bro. I agree. It's it's unfortunate that it won't be in front of people, but it, the fact that it's still happening is crazy. Also, New Japan cancels events through April 18th. Wow. Oh, they're Where they're, they're I think I think New Japan's done until at least September. I, I'm very interested to see what they do with Russell Kingdom next uh January because the G1 got pushed back anyway. The G1 was going to be in October because of the Olympics. So that was already, that's already a good thing for them. I think what they need to do is just buckle down on the G1 and make your storylines there and then have Russell kingdom. I don't know if they'll be able to do two nights again, but if they were to do nights, um, they could throw matches together at that point. And then night two have the main event stuff. Mm. That's how I feel about that. Um, Let's talk Owens versus Rollins, my friend. Okay. Um, very, very... This is probably the storyline that has the most long-term push out of everything on this card. You have... I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not talking about like Owens and Wyatt, which is like six years in the making. Like I'm talking about just like in the current, like what we're talking yes, about now. Um, this has been going on since November, right before uh, Rollins' heel turn, and it's, it stretches all the way to NXT War Games, where Kevin Owens showed up, and from there, Rollins accused him of being pretty much a turncoat and being on NXT side, which we thought, you know, we were probably potentially going to get Kevin Owens going to that side or going back to the show. Uh, and since then, these two have not had a singles match together this whole time at all. It's been Rollins basically getting over on him and basically outsmarting him every step of the way. And so we finally got this match Two really great promos by these two guys in the last two weeks. Kevin Owens promo last night was, I thought phenomenal. Uh, and it's, he doesn't to do very often. It's actually to you, the crowd, which I thought was really cool. And, and Seth Rollins promo uh, a week ago was also really, really amazing to me. I think this match could really be awesome if they get the time, but I'd say about 15 minutes and they'll be able to like really bring it down. Um, what do you think, Mills? You know, for this card and then kind of how they've drawn this out, I think it's been, you know, I, I didn't fully enjoy the few that I could have. I'd say so. I think it was very drawn out. I think they was going week by week with a lot of things. And I think they just wanted to reach this point, And a lot of it ended up being a lot of just stalling with Rollins. I, I can't tell you how many times Rollins has, you know, curb stomped Kevin Owens through this entire feud. And I don't think Kevin Owens has looked particularly. And that's kind of my thing. I, can, I don't think Kevin Owens has looked particularly good in this feud. I can honestly uh, say that. I mean, stunning the ref was pretty cool. The knockout match was, was, a, was a dope uh, match Concept, they had. He still hasn't even looked cool. I think he lost both those matches. To me, he's not he's not, not over. <laughs> no, of course he's not not over, but I don't think he's looked particularly good in this feud. If you want to build it up so it could feel like anybody could win, I don't think, especially after the last two weeks in a row where Owens, I mean, Rollins basically shuts him down on the promo stuff and then... Um, Seth Rollins, once again, the following week, hits him with the curb stomp out of nowhere. Didn't even care about the actual match itself. Just curb stomped him crazy. Um, I think that's been a general kind of gist of this feud. It's like, okay, obviously, they're going with Seth. But the, if it, I mean, it's it kind Heyman, of feels weird it's that Heyman it's going at the expense. What happened? 
taming babyface booking. I mean, that's how he books yeah. Dreamer. That's how he books Spike Dudley. Like, he gets over these, you know, everyman types by having them lose, like he did with Dreamer and all those other people. Like, he gets them over that way. Like, I think, if anything, it makes us more uh, excited when he gets his hands on Seth because he hasn't been able to. Even last week, he wasn't able to get his hands on Seth because he walked around the ring. Like, the, the, the key here is to see Owens finally get his hands on Rollins and then them finally having a match. And kept me compelled as, when are they going to do this? Like, they, they didn't I do it agree. at the they didn't do it at Rumble, and now they're able to do it now, and I think that's what's going to make, like, this is actually turned into a, like, there shouldn't be no holds in this match. It should be straight-up brawls. I agree, but my issue with that is, like, Kevin Owens is not a schlub. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just someone who's a multi-time champion, universal champion, all this other type of stuff. The fact that he's having this hard of a time getting to Rollins, in my opinion, it makes him look kind of weaker and like huh? because, i mean rollins smarter. had the aop rollins had buddy murphy 100 yeah had but a lot how of, many friends have how many friends have cricket, Kevin right? owens has had how many seth friends has owens has had? seth has outsmarted them all like it's right. it's all of them, but the at the same time, time this, is, this is the same kevin owens that at if he was a heel, would have he would have outsmarted them he, all the time if, if owens was a heel he would have lost the same amount no. and looked so, worse but he looks bad now, is what I'm saying. I think, in, I think in particularly from this. No, no, no. Whatever. The point is, I think he's. If you're asking me about the feud, I'm not a particularly fan of the feud. I don't think it was one sided. I don't think it makes me think that Kevin Owens is going to win, and I don't think Kevin Owens is going to win. Um, I think Seth Rollins is going to win at the end of the day, and it's just going to maybe look worse for. Kevin Owens at this point. I don't think this is something where I'm expecting Kevin Owens to go over, especially whatever they have planned post-mania of Drew wins and they need someone to go against him. They're just making Seth Rollins and just kind of new thing look strong. But I don't think this does any favors for Kevin Owens, who could be a major face on the brand. That's just my general actual opinion. I don't think I don't think Seth is touching or smelling that belt for quite some time. But I think Owens is going to win. I think the, the show needs a top baby face. Uh, and I think that they've chosen Owens to be one of the two between Drew, him and Alistair Black, maybe uh, to run the show. Uh, yeah. Next match for the WWE. You wouldn't well, be able to tell me that from the way it was booked, but okay. Sure. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Shanna Baszler for the raw women's title. Interesting, interesting feud and story here. Uh, and quite the, from last year for B. Lynch um, having the biggest storyline of the year and possibly generation uh, with herself Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair to a match that more than likely will not be the main event on Saturday uh, against Shayna Baszler who has had her issues coming since coming up from the main roster and trying to connect with the crowd. Um, I think she's done a little bit better of a job uh, that weird point notwithstanding. Uh, I think a lot of it's just been optics with, with Shayna. She did get a very, 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 uh, like, without question, dominant uh, match with the Elimination Chamber. And now here, she's, we're finally getting the match with no crowd. Um, then that was, that's, to me, one thing that I feel as though it's going to hurt this match is that Becky's reactions really saved her, even when she doesn't have the best matches. And she doesn't have that here. She has to actually work with Shayna, who works a very slower style to Becky's brawling style. I'm going to be very interested, interested to see how this turns out. Um, I've been back and forth with how they're going to do this uh, since before the no crowd thing. 
I still feel as though Becky's going to retain here. We don't want Shayna to win uh, with no crowd there and, and, and no real reaction. I say if you do Shayna and have her lose here, if WWE isn't going to do another pay-per-view all summer, you have her win it in SummerSlam in front of people in Boston, and that would be the better storyline. Just have Shayna lose here, build the story back up, have Shayna you know, run through and, and, and attempt to get the match again, or have to wait. Like there, There's going to be no match. If there's no shows, no match, anything like that, just have to wait. And I just feel like this is the right time for Shayna to win. I think this feud... Um, it's been solid for what it is. I think we all kind of saw it coming from the beginning and it's kind of like, this is the one that should happen, especially at this kind of show, considering the caliber of both um, people in this match. I think Becky, I think Becky, I'm uh, here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping Becky will surprise us in terms of the whole in-ring thing. I'm hoping this match goes a little bit differently than I think a lot of Shayna's NXT matches though. I don't think she has the room to kind of dominate. This is the biggest opponent that Shayna Baszler has ever been in the ring with. And I don't think that she has the opportunity to kind of like throw them around, kind of like how she usually does with the other girls on NXT. Um, she was the big fish on NXT for a long time. And I know I think she's coming in um, this situation from a different vantage point and staring at a couple big fishes. And she's going to have to work up to that sort of uh, a caliber of superstars that there currently are on Raw and or SmackDown. Um, with that said, I'm going to go Becky retaining as well. I think um, it's not the time for Shayna Baszler. Um, I think it would be wild. I mean, at this point, if they did put it on Shayna Baszler, there's no crowd to kind of like... <laughs> yeah, there's no uh, booze. Like. <laughs> there's no booze. There's no a lot of things. It's just kind of like it's just kind of like I, I I just gotta choose Becky in this instance. I think it's a safer pick. I think especially continuing throughout the rest of the thing. If you're able to come back, you're able to come with that major pop and stuff like that. Um, you don't have a lot to follow up on if Becky isn't the champion. She's not able to do as much stuff as she can because there is no crowd. I think just keep her with the belt um, and let's ride this out. And I'm sure Shayna will get the belt eventually. And I'm sure she'll have a long run because I'm pretty sure that Paul Heyman loves her. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think he loves both of them. And I think that you set up Shayna for success early by not, uh, by not having her plow through the whole division <laughs> and leaving her with, with no, you know, with no one to face. I think if she beat uh, Shayna or if she beat Becky here, it's like, you know, again, like, these two, have, they've just been on a collision course together. I think if they're going to not have as many shows or they're going to be doing it, like you said, buy or try weekly shows or taping and stuff like that, I think you're better off just saving it until SummerSlam. I think that's a better idea and, and pitting Shannon with somebody else. I don't know who because she's beating everybody. Like I, I think, again, like that was the best part about the Elimination Chamber thing, but that's also the worst thing about it is that she's beating everybody, just like Oscar did. Yeah. So yeah, what are you, you going to do? I think it's you, you do a you you do a disservice with these kind of long streaks and stuff like that. And there's only a couple. I think Becky has had a long streak, but once again, I think it's kind of done the disservice for her, where people have become a lot more less confident in her skills, and she hasn't really fought anybody new, and she hasn't really done everything. I think if we start that with Shayna Baszler, and you kind of replicate what's going on in NXT, I think it's going to end up being a major disservice. I think you she'll grow a lot more as a performer if she loses more often 
and we mm-hmm. kind of see how she does when she comes back from losses or how she does maybe when she wins these big matches. But I think it does a disservice for her to win this championship this early, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. All right, next match. John Cena versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. I put oh, this you're on. knocking down all the big matches early. <laughs> I, I think, well, I mean, Sunday's got some 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 heaters, too. Um, I picked this match because I think that if you don't put the Boneyard and the then the Fun House match on the same night, if it's going to be super produced, so I, I, I kind of picked one and I chose uh, Cena and Wyatt to go Saturday. It could potentially go Sunday. I don't know. Uh, this match, of course, was was made uh, about a month ago after the Fiend lost the title to uh, Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. Uh, pretty simple setup. Uh, the Fiend is still upset and still reeling from his loss to John Cena six years ago at WrestleMania. Uh, and John Cena is trying to basically make a path for the future by putting away his past as well. Uh, really simple storyline. I like it sure. a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that. Uh, I mean, that's essentially what he said. Uh, okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? what, what? <laughs> I mean, he said it. What? What? What's funny? No, it's just it's an interesting explanation in terms of why he would want this match. He's kind of you know. Just say that he was challenged to a match and he accepted because he still has that thrill to fight. Like, I don't know what he's uh, the explanation for the match didn't really the expl- explanation that you're saying that was given to me. I was just like, whatever. All I need is the fact that he's John Cena. It's gonna be a Firefly Funhouse match. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what do you think this match is going to consist of? I think it's going to, you know what? I really don't know what it's going to consist of. I think it's going to be a lot of props, possibly in legitimate fun house um, with different rooms, different uh, personalities. I think everybody that you expect that you see on that stage or sorry, on that little promo thing, like the rabbit and all the other people, once again, um, will be featured in some way. Um, I think they all should have their own kind of rooms and stuff. I don't know. Maybe they all represent a different type um, side of Wyatt or something along those lines. Um, I, will we see both sides of Bray? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to expect from this match, to be honest with you. Um, I really I don't know. Old, I want to see old, uh, old Bray, the old version of Bray. Hmm. And then, then Funhouse Bray, then Fiend Bray, and then Husky Harris. Like every form of, of Bray should be on on this match. I think Cena's going to kill Rambling Rabbit too. He's going to give Rambling Rabbit the STFU. Yeah, I think it's going to be you know weird and kooky like that. Like it's really going to be some sort of entertainment type of thing. Like, we all love, um, on, on but I don't know from, if it'll age well. <laughs> on, a, on a scale from one to uh, House of Horrors match, where are you gonna? Where do you predict this is going to land? I'm going to keep 100. You have never seen the House of Horrors match. Wow. You weren't <laughs> on Twitter that night? House of Horrors match. All right. Which one was that? It was when him and Randy Orton were uh, in, that, in, the, in, the, in the trap house. Oh, House of Horrors match? Yeah, that's what it was. I don't remember that match. Okay, and, and, I definitely and, did see it. I'm, I don't know why I'm thinking of like the orange clock house shit. From, from and, oh, the clockwork orange, the clock, the clock, uh, clockwork orange match from TNA. Yeah, I'm, I don't know why I was thinking of that. Um, house of Horrors match. Good lord, yeah. and that was in like 2007, right? Or 17 or 18 or something. It was uh, 17, I think. Yeah. 
Christmas it was like, Parade. Right, I don't it was like right after Mania or something like that. I, I think was it before Gender Mania? <laughs> yes, it was right before Gender. Yeah. Good lord, I don't remember that shit at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I expect the same from this match. I expect not to remember it. <laughs> to nah, be honest it, with you, I think it'll be dope. Um, again, you get you get Cena a lot of a lot of uh, production pre tape stuff. He doesn't have how to do really you feel. Get- how do you feel that Bray Wyatt or the Fiend's WrestleMania run has gone over the last number of years? He's faced Cena. He's faced Undertaker. He's faced Randy. Um, he showed up and helped Matt Hardy win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. How do you, how, how would you say his, I mean, he, and quite frankly, he's lost them all. Um, <laughs> so, no, he, won, he uh, no, no, he helped, he helped Matt. He had already lost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's lost them all. Um, how do you feel like just in general, I guess maybe that spoiled it. <laughs> his WrestleMania run has gone. He's gotten these big opportunities, but it doesn't seem like, he can put them away. This opportunity would be the one. Um, it's, just, it's the same issue as I've always had with with him. It's it's that I mean when the when when the the bell rings, he's just not that good. I think that you know he kills more or his older incarnation more more often than not killed uh, other people's characters. I think with the fiend, the one thing that he has done is he's made everyone that's gone against him actually have a cool storyline coming out of it. I think Seth looked better after. <laughs> I think at once you get away from him now as a fiend, you end up faring a lot better than you did with, in the feud with him. Um, but I, 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 but again, like I, I have no doubts in my mind and my prediction. Yes. Is that Cena's going to win? But like, I have no doubts in my mind that like, this is a character that is just a character and it's not like a wrestler like a wrestler's wrestler it's like a it's a it's a, a uh an attraction but it's not an attraction like a taker because they don't particularly make them strong like taker does but you can't have the fiend be strong in the same era with taker still around so mm-hmm. it's just yeah, not gonna happen I, I think if there's any opportunity for bray wyatt to win a match it's this match if he does not win this match i mean he doesn't have to be over for me because he's over already. Like I've never believed in him uh, <laughs> as a, as this character, as the decisions that they've made for him. I still don't know what they're going to do after this with him. Um, considering it's just the performance center at this point. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't seem to be wrestling on actual TV. So I don't know what they're going to do after with him. So there's no, like if he wins or loses, it really doesn't matter. Um, but I'm going to say he's going to win this match and they'll have maybe another WrestleMania contest somewhere in the future. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll say Cena wins. So I just don't, I don't know. Maybe it's different now. The fast nine is coming out. So <laughs> you mean uh, make him look strong for fast nine. Yeah. Got to. He's, he's Dom Toretto's brother. What the fuck? What do you mean? <laughs> uh, next match for the WWE raw tag team uh, titles. Uh, Street Profits versus Zelina's Angels, which is, I, I love to call them that. Uh, of course, it's not going to be with Andrade and Angel Garza, as Andrade suffered a well-timed rib injury right after he came back from uh, his wellness Ooh. suspension. He was uh, doing it a little too. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, my man, a little, just a little. Um, well, he was, in that, he was in that really, like, really, really rough match. Not, not like quality wise but like physicality wise with uh, Cedric Alexander and Ricochet like they were going all out so I don't well, think Cedric Alexander and Ricochet injured Andrade it's a oh yeah 
in a bit. Nerd. They're gonna be. They're, they might go back to velocity at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. It, so they they replaced them with. I mean, shout out to this kid, Austin Theory is replacing Andrade in this match. Uh, great guy to take the pinfall uh, on on this during this match because I think Street Profits will will win. We don't get to talk about NXT a lot. How yep. do you feel Austin Theory has been since his debut a couple months ago? I, I think Austin is someone who has a look that is unlike anyone else in that brand. I think he looks the part of what the what you would say the the main roster looks for. Um, and I think this is more so than like pretty much anyone there except for like the dream. Like he's he's tall enough. Uh, he's got the look, of course. He's got the physicality. It looks like he works the style very well, or at least the new hybrid style they they use for 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 like their guys who come from the indies. I think mm-hmm. his his match with Champa was really good, and he showed a lot. I think his match with Swerve was was actually pretty good as well. Like they've obviously been putting him in positions where he would succeed and giving him losses so that he doesn't get a stupid undefeated streak like a bunch of people that they do in the NXT. They they give that to NXT. Do I feel yeah. like it's too early for him to come up? A bit, but it doesn't affect anything if he loses here. He can go right back to NXT and then use that as more of his character and uh, of being like the biggest, hottest, you know, uh, attraction in NXT. So I'm I'm good on Austin Theory. I, I think he's really dope. I want to see more from him, and hopefully he'll he'll show it uh, at WrestleMania. I know he's incredibly talented, um, especially for the age that he is. I just think. One, I do think he definitely needs more time in NXT. Now, if he doesn't get more time, I'm pretty sure they'll work him out on the main roster and he will get to where he's supposed to be eventually. Um, it's just more so like I see the look as definitely the look is completely different from NXT because the just the format of how WWE presents wrestling now has changed so much since the ruthless aggression era. Mm-hmm. But um, he kind of looks like that. And to me, he kind of looks like that kind of guy from the Ruthless Aggression Era. He looks like the person who's supposed to work. And I think that will eventually go against him because I think he, you know, as long as he can back it up in the ring, he should be fine. Um, but other than that, you know, he just looks like a just, you know, muscle-bound white guy. Um, <laughs> but in terms of who I think is going to win this match, I would be really surprised if Garza and theory win this match. Nah, I would be really surprised. I think all, all signs point to the prophets and the Vikings having the summer feud. And then, cause the thing is that AOP's another thing, dead. yeah, AOP is done. And I think it's really cool. I mean, perfect oh timing, my God. For, perfect timing for them now too, because like, you know, Seth doesn't really need them right now. Perfect timing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, I mean, perfect timing for for everyone. Everyone gets a break. Everyone, everyone's resting anyway. Like they don't need he, like Steph doesn't need Buddy or AOP right now. You know, like this is a perfect time for this to happen. Go get better, rehab all you all you want, because I mean, it does leave a big hole for tag teams as well on Raw. So like, if if there were to keep Austin Theory in this role with Andrade and, and Angel Garza, cool because they need tag teams because the Street Profits are now down to the Vikings, and that's it. I'm probably just going to say Street Profits win. I think everyone on Raw has an affinity for them. They they reach this they reach this point for a reason, um, and I think they deserve to stay there a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, I think you know that's what I think. Yeah. That's all I can say. I think Street uh, Profits going to win. 
Next match. Oh man, we're not even halfway through. Let's let's speed through this. Uh, um, Otis versus Ziggler. Uh, Ziggler challenged Otis to this uh, match a week ago on SmackDown. Um, and this is obviously due to him stealing Otis's girl, his boo thing, Mandy Rose, who doesn't want to be fought over like she's a piece of meat. She did mention that uh, last week on SmackDown. Uh, again, this is Otis's first uh, his first singles match that we've seen. In a, in I hope Tucker business. turns on him. <laughs> wow, come on, man. That's what I hope. That's what I hope. I hope Tucker is like, you're crying like a baby. You're out here having singles matches at WrestleMania. I thought this was about heavy machinery, not about your stupid feelings. This like, is get evil. over the chick. We're trying to win tag team championships here. Like, why? what are you doing this for? Are you really that, real you know, boy. This, are you this, really that so sick? This would be a Enzo and Cass level disaster if they did that. Do not break these guys up. <laughs> I mean, yes, obviously. but Do not do that. It makes I, sense to me. If I, I were Tucker, I would have kicked him. I think that Otis has shown a lot of um, a lot of improvement over the past month. Um, I really do like the the. I don't like the storyline that much. I thought it, it peaked at Valentine's Day. I, yeah, I think it. You know, I think it didn't pick up. Well, it should have plateaued. At, it it should have really gone a little bit further at Valentine's Day. I think also how the show's been arranged um, also had an effect on it as well. But then I also think like. Bruce kind of sucks. I don't know. He's <laughs> like he hasn't he hasn't really been taking things beyond like we haven't been really taking things to a new level, kind of like how Heyman has been doing raw. So it's kind of like I kind of expected that. But this feud, I mean, the the lack of the crowd really hurts this because people want to see Otis really beat that ass. <laughs> And they just won't. And I'm, I'm still, even now, I'm more confused because they're not, it's not like they're fighting over Mandy. He's just mad because Ziggler got the girl. So it's yeah. like, what's the end game for this? <laughs> you know, like they're just fighting now because he's a mad chubby simp and he can't, you know, he doesn't get the girl. So I'm like, if you win, it's not like Mandy's going to be like, "Oh my god, I should have." You don't know that she, she, you see, she, she, <laughs> she to be she going doesn't to be fought over for. She, she doesn't want to be fought over for. Hey, hey, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> we'll we'll see. I I can see Otis on IG live after this, <laughs> listening to oh, Jaden. <laughs> you gonna be listening to a lot of. You gonna be listening to nothing after this because it's my god. The fact that I'm cheering for Dolph Ziggler in this feud. It's That's just crazy. we've reached. We've reached. No, the no, end you reached. Ain't no we. You have reached. So we, have, we have a society has <laughs> no, reached the end of the world. No I've we. written think pieces about how Dolph Ziggler is not as good as he thinks he is, and I still believe that wholeheartedly. There um, ain't no we, bro. What are you talking about? I think Otis is going to win this. I think Ziggler is going to win. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. I think Ziggler is uh, going to win just because, and I think. uh there's going to be well. Do you predict shenanigans? Yes, I, pre- I predict Mandy turning on on Ziggler. I don't. Pre- I don't think it's going to go the way you think it is. Mandy turning on Ziggler. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe Sonya turning on Mandy. Hmm. Mm, that could be interesting. Now let's get back to uh, this next match that I actually think is going to main event the Saturday Night Show, but I just want to get to it now, and that is Randy Orton versus Edge in a last-man-standing match. Edge's first match in nine years. I think crowd or not, this is probably the biggest match uh, or, or probably going to be the most talked-about match of the night. 
of course, we, we know this started at Royal Rumble. Uh, it continued on to the next night on Raw with Orton putting Edge out for at least uh, upwards of a month. And then, of course, everything kind of fell apart with the storyline. Uh, there's been very little interaction between the two since since they've been able to be in arenas with crowds. But uh, the, the the promos have been excellent. I thought Edge kind of put the bow in it uh, on Raw on Monday. And we're going to go into this match. It's a last man standing match. Obviously, they're going to be able to do a lot more stuff. What I'm concerned about is this looking a little bit too much like the Gargano Champa thing at the PC that they did uh, about three weeks ago. Um, how do you feel about just the the presentation of this match in in comparison to everything else? Um, you know, I'm someone who believes that Edge has probably seen that match because yeah. I think Edge consumes a lot of content. He's someone who is a actual wrestling fan and who looks and he, he watches the product he does so i think comparing the fact that he's probably seen that match he's going to go a different route um just in general this match the most anticipated for wrestlemania by far in my opinion um it's had the strongest build it's had the strongest emotions tapped into it it's had everything in terms of an actual wrestlemania quality match if you had to say like which one is really like wrestlemania worthy this has evolved to that state um both guys have been amazing on the promos. Uh, I think it's interesting how, I guess now for like the past month, they haven't touched each other, yeah. which I thought <laughs> would be something more that would happen. Ever since Edge hit that ace crusher on, <laughs> on <laughs> the EKO, bro. <laughs> yeah, the EKO or something along those lines. You haven't really seen much. I'm looking forward to this match. I don't really, you know, last man standing matches are a lot of like standing big around. Spot standing and waiting um but we've had some good ones before in the past and i think this has the potential to be a good one and i think i'm scared for edge that's all i'll still say as well <laughs> uh, i'm sure I, his I, neck is fine but you know whatever i you know what's what worried me is the promo on raw when he said i'm willing to, to go through a burning table <laughs> and i was like well, <laughs> Well, that's because he did already. <laughs> I know, but I, I I know he's talking about the mania spot. But I'm like, if like, you know, you know, you forget that Edge is really like the only like deathmatch wrestler in the WWE. Like oh, this yeah, dude, for he sure. does this, and and I, you know, if there's any concern whether they're going to take it that far, I guess we'll see when this match airs. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm worried about. I'm sure, there'll be plenty it. of beds or mattresses or padded. <laughs> oh yeah, padded doorways or whatever. Um, I, yeah, I, I think it's going to be phenomenal, though. I, I think that if they are going to go the distance and really break down the PC, um, I, I think that you should definitely have this in the show. But uh, if it doesn't, I mean, cool with that, too. I think it's going to be great. And I think Edge will win. I also think Edge is going to win um, because Randy doesn't need to win. And you can slot in Randy anywhere else after this. I think yeah. Randy, if, if not Seth, Randy will probably be slotted in with Drew after this. So. Yeah. It's a, I think it's really, you can kind of go anywhere with this. Edge will have to nearly kill Randy. Randy isn't someone who takes a lot of spots. He has, don't get me wrong. He has, but he's not someone who takes an unnecessary amount of spots because I think he realizes he's older. His shoulder don't work the way it used to. Um, A lot of different things. So he's not someone. So I'm interested in kind of the thing, the, the lengths that he is willing to take this as well. well Thumbtacks, yeah, RKO or something into something, you know, just a lot of different spaces for this. So 
I'm just looking forward to this match in general. If it's Saturday night, amazing. If it's Sunday night, amazing. It's the one thing that I'm like generally 10 out of 10 looking forward to. Yeah, uh, I, I think thumbtacks, man, are going to be. I, 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 we've seen that Randy's willing to do it in Edge are. I think that that's where that's how you get the, this this type of feud over. Next match, Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki Cross. I don't want to call them Bliss Cross Applesauce. I, I hate that name. Um, well, Chris Novak says go kick a you know eat a brick. I don't know what to tell you. Bliss <laughs> Cross Applesauce. Uh, for the for the WWE Women's Tag Team Titles, uh, listen. Shout out to Asuka, for one, for being on every single one of these shows, Raw and SmackDown and main event for the past three weeks. She deserves... And TV, man. And Kanachan TV. She deserves a medal. I think she's the MVP of this year by far. Um, she's really, really killing it. I, I think that, again, if you had any question on if she liked what she does or she loves this thing, she loves it. She doesn't matter if she wins, loses, draws, whatever. She loves doing this stuff. And, and I think that it's really cool to see someone, um, you know, Going, going in head first like this, like she does. Uh, I don't have much to say about this match. Again, this feels as though it's one of those matches that are just on the show. Uh, I don't think Kabuki Warriors will lose these titles, though. I don't think that that's, that's, in, the, that's in the plans. I think... Here's the thing. And, you know, I'm an Asuka mark. And Asuka's Stan may even, even though I don't like Stan's. Um, but if there was one person I stand for, it would be Asuka. And maybe The Miz. But... I, I'm in the situation where I generally don't care who wins this match because if Asuka and Kyrie win, I think that's great. I think they can continue their reign, and because there's no really no other, there isn't a tag team division for the women's. I think I don't. That may be the. I don't know if people have realized it yet of why they haven't had that these bunch of matches yet. But there's really not a division, and they haven't even tried to make a division yet. Mm-hmm. A competitive division. They haven't brought up women's tag teams. Iconics out here doing TikTok videos with AEW guys. Like it's a. They haven't really tried to do anything. So if it stays on the Kabuki Warriors, I'm not mad because I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Who at this point? Who cares? They don't care. So why should I? Um, If it goes on Bliss Cross Applesauce, I think they will have deserved it. I think Alexa Bliss has been doing fine as a face. and I think people generally want to see them win it. But also, there's no people at WrestleMania, so who cares? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm a big who cares on this one because I don't think it affects anything going either way. This is the most stagnant, uh, redheaded steps child title of the company. And the fact that it's being defended on WrestleMania is a great thing. But also, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to pick Kabuki Warriors because I'm an Oscar stand, but I really don't care who wins. Yeah, they, they're already the longest reigning tag team champions in the company uh, or women's tag team champions in the company. So I guess that's cool, too. Um, what I think what could possibly be an event, this is Goldberg versus who knows. But I think we already know if you don't want to know, uh, let's say 45 seconds uh, for spoiler alert starting now. So it's rumored that Braun Strowman will be the person that replaces Roman Reigns. Uh, really quick thoughts. Ew. Meals. Ill, I know, and I and I think he's, I think he's going to get it too. Um, I'm not with it. I don't think anyone else is with it. Uh, I, yeah, I'm not cool with that idea at all. Ill. First of all, Braun about to lose again. Second of all, ill. That's all uh, I got to say on that. 
All right. So spoiler over. I think we both think, well, I think question mark is going to win. Uh, Mills thinks that Goldberg's going to win. And that's all we got to say on that. We'll have more to talk about next week when it actually happens. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, moving on to Sunday's card. Woo. 16 matches is a long <laughs> card. Um, Sunday, I mean, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. So, yeah. You know, uh, we have AJ Styles versus The Undertaker in a boneyard match. This match, this feud has gotten real personal. I mean, AJ brought out the receipts. Undertaker went on Raw at the top of the hour, talked about this man's manhood, talked about his finisher being done better by his wife. What? Said that he, Turn that he, said that Who he, gave him that intel? Who gave him that intel? <laughs> Michelle? Had to be. Had to be. She's like, make sure you put it in, baby. Make sure you, <laughs> faith breaker. Better said, than Styles Clash. Injured less that, people. Said that, and uh, yeah, Yoshitatsu was in Japan, nodding his head furiously. Yes, this this n word spitting. Uh, he said he he said that AJ was too afraid to come to the, to the E when people like The Rock and Stone Cold and Triple H and all them were in their primes, and he only came when they were all gone. I was like, whoa. He said that he was a big fish in a little pond, and he low key torched this era because he's <laughs> because he pretty much said there was no one worth fighting in this era, and all the cool guys were in the last era, and he dodged them crazy. And I don't care who you fought in Impact Wrestling, um, they weren't here. So you're trying yeah. to come, yeah, but you're not gonna step over me, big dog. First of all, love the look. Let's get him out the dead man thing. Let's cut that gimmick. He Entirely. needs to show up, like I said last week, in a wife beater, some blue jeans, and some boots with with a, about with to a look like a king of the hill brawl, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to look like Boom Howard versus Hank Hill, man. It's about to look like some ultra southern dad shit. AJ needs to show up with his hoodie and the blowfish jeans on, and then they need. Who, who's driving up in the pickup truck with the Confederate flag on? Oh, the AJ. Oh, AJ. 100%. <laughs> AJ. He's going to have a shovel in the back in the cooler. <laughs> it's going to look like Tiger King. It's gonna, it might as well be called the Tiger King match. Oh, my God. He's going to play. AJ. Undertaker's going to pull up like Joe Exotic with the choker on. <laughs> Ch- choker say Michelle. <laughs> you feel me? It's uh, This is going to be... Some trash. It's just gonna be some southern trash. Um, I, I love it. This is gonna be fun. This is gonna be a I fun I think it's gonna match. be fire. No, I think it's gonna be fire. I think it's gonna be fire. Don't like, get me wrong. We yeah, making a lot of jokes, but I think it's gonna be fire. Undertaker is finally in a match where he doesn't have to like worry about crowd reaction. It can be super produced. Um, it's gonna have a lot of you know tomfoolery. I think the 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 uh the OC are all gonna show up too. They're gonna be in the back of the pickup truck. This is gonna be as fun as remember the new day Wyatt. Wyatt compound match from a long like like three years ago where, where, they, where Xavier was afraid of, of Bray and they met each other and people thought it was going to be like a final deletion ripoff and it was actually like pretty solid on its own you don't remember that? bruh, bruh I remember that it happened I can't tell you a single thing that happened in that I don't even remember who won <laughs> that's how this is my Bray Wyatt thing right like this is why I haven't bangs in him for a while. I don't remember this. Like, I remember <laughs> the match actually happened. I don't remember a single thing that went into the match at all. I don't remember. You could tell me that Kofi Kingston was skating on a banjo. And I'm like, word? Damn, well, that's the, crazy. The, the main part of the story was that they thought Xavier was going to be hypnotized by Bray and join the family. And he ends up overcoming it. This is one of them feuds. 
<laughs> that I'm sure no one talks about. Um, it brought up on a, it'll probably be brought up on a podcast later on that they can laugh about later. Um, that was fun. You should go back and watch it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch all these disgusting Bray Wyatt matches that you're telling me about that apparently happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is gonna be fun. Boneyard match. It just seems like. Let me Google Boneyard. <laughs> what is a Boneyard? Yeah, what is a Boneyard? I'm going to follow you there. <laughs> what is Boneyard? Boneyard. Okay. See Boneyard uh, Bistro in uh, Sherman Oaks. Oh, let's see. I don't think that's happening there, but I think it probably will end up uh, there afterwards. Oh, it's, it's, it's basically a cemetery match. It's a cemetery. Cemetery? Yeah. Cemetery or a graveyard. Yeah. I see a lot of planes. I just Googled Boneyard, and it's just the Air Force. Wait, my Google shitting on yours. Yeah, yeah that's all right. Whatever. You yeah, know, whatever. Boneyard. Cemetery, graveyard. Shout out to Wikipedia. Cemetery or graveyard. You know what? That's fine. You know what? It, it works. Oh, actually, AJ actually revealed the details of what why why it is. He said he thinks the reason why it's called a Boneyard match is because we don't want to say cemetery or graveyard with everything that's going on. So boneyard is slang for graveyard. Okay, that's that's cool. Um, so he said it's like a, he okay. said it's a street fight in a cemetery, and AJ and AJ agree with that. Uh, he said that there will be a, a referee in a, in a finish, uh, but he he wasn't clear what that finish would be. And he said it wasn't. He said that it's not going to be taking place in an arena like the Performance Center. He said it's going to be a combination of things that you thought it was most likely. I think it's going to be that, but it's going to be different. All right, AJ with the info. Come on now. I, I do remember he said it on his mixer, his mixer channel. But I, I, I don't have a mixer, so I wasn't able to go watch it. He, he explained you got a mixer it, channel. What the yeah, he's he's on mixer all the time. He's on mixer playing games with his sons and stuff all the time. So, oh, all right, go AJ. All right, we stand. I think uh, Taker's gonna win this. Yeah, you take her to win. <laughs> AJ don't need it. If he shows up, he takes a loss. I think Styles takes losses incredibly over the last number of months. So I'm going to give it to well, Styles. Unless, unless you're a person of color, yes. Well, yes, you're, of course. Be losing to you. Goes without saying. Uh, um, speaking of people of color, next match, ooh. Bobby Lashley and Aleister Black. Uh, in an exhibition match, I would assume uh, there's no storyline heading here. I We haven't even seen Bobby Lashley in weeks. So I, I don't know what to expect here. I think it's pretty much going to be a really long showcase match for Alistair Black. I think Black's going to win. I honestly think Black is the shoe-in for the next challenger for Brock or Drew. Hmm. I disagree, but I do think that Black is probably going to win and beat uh, Bobby Lashley's ass. Um, it's, what's Bobby Lashley up to? What's it? <laughs> well, it, it's what's... been rumored that he wasn't even there, that he's not even going to have the match. Uh, on WrestleMania, but I, I haven't seen nothing indicating that he would or wouldn't be there either, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Lashley, you know, Lashley is a different story. I don't know. It seems like they're they're ready to go with him from sometimes and then they seem to cool off on him and then they're ready to go. The whole Rusev thing, I think that whole feud started off hot and ended terribly. So I don't know where they're going to go with Lashley. Um, but yeah, who knows? Next match. Uh, a triple threat ladder match for the tag team titles on SmackDown. It's New Day versus Miz and Morrison versus the Usos. Very interested to see out WWE 2K19, man. Like, complete with the crowd glitching out and not having sound. So <laughs> I'm very interested in, in trying to figure out how this is going to go over, like with just ladder hits and ah, 
and, uh, like I don't know how this is gonna happen. Uh, I think it'll be a great match. I think it might open the show on Sunday if if they're gonna go that route. I think all Sunday WrestleMania is open with like ladder matches and, and plunder matches of that sort. Um, I honestly, I got the Usos winning this. I think they're the they're the dark horse going in, and I I think that you know as the day gets closer, I I feel a lot more strongly towards them getting the titles. Because I think they do want to eventually go back to New Dan Usos for some strange reason, but I think it's going to happen again. I think Miz and Morrison is going to win this match because they seem to just do that. Um, when the Miz is his heel, it just feels right to put the belt on him. Oh, that's, God. All, I mean, that's, all, that's all. It just feels right. And I think it's been echoed by the, legitimately the minute he turned heel, he got the tag team championships. Yeah. After yeah. not winning a championship in multiple years as a face. So to me, this theory, completely valid, 100% valid. I don't even think he's won titles as a face, like, <laughs> period. Um, but, you know, I just think Miz and Morrison's going to win. I don't see New Day versus Usos. I don't know. What do you do at New Day still? We're on year six of New Day. It's been fun. But mm. where do you go? Mm-hmm. If, you put them on, if you put them on any brand... It's kind of the same deal that they're kind of going with. We, I think time's on their side here, especially if they do lose this and they they take a couple of weeks off TV. I mean, yeah. it's you're you're a couple of weeks closer to getting Xavier back, and then they can continue on with what they're going to do. Like, hmm. I, I don't I don't think anything is going to happen with them until Xavier no, returns. Obviously, I don't think they're going to break up or anything. Neither the Usos, so they're kind of like in their own general space. I don't know. Uh, next match. Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental title. This match was made when uh, Drew Gulak defeated Shinsuke Nakamura on SmackDown. Um, hey, remember Shinsuke Nakamura had the title? Um, yeah. Remember him? Remember how he was on WrestleMania in a major spot two years ago? Uh, he cool. I'm pretty sure he's in the Oscar slot. I'm just happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> so we, we had this match, of course, with Bryan and Zayn. This is... Uh, not the first time they've seen each other in WrestleMania. I mean, if you remember correctly, about two years ago, we had Brian and uh, and Shane McMahon versus Sami Zayn and KO uh, during in his return match. Uh, the first time I think we've seen them in a singles match of this capacity, I believe. No? Yes? I could be wrong. But uh, I think it'll be good. I think it's the first time we're going to see Sami in this position again. Give them time, please, for the love of God, and let Sami Zayn do what he does best. Um, I got him retaining here, though. I think Zayn's going to have a pretty lengthy run with the IC title. I think we got a lot of shenanigans here, in my opinion, especially with Cesaro. I mean, actually, yeah, maybe just Cesaro. I don't know if the Nakamura might be like, yeah, I'm chilling on this. I'm gonna, I'm using my COVID pass. I'm taking out <laughs> COVID um, pass, okay, <laughs> um, and just like chill home. But I think it should, it could be good. It very much could be good. This is a matchup we've it's, never it's really Daniel seen Bryan. before. It's Daniel Bryan. It's Daniel Bryan. Yes, of course. Um, but usually Daniel Bryan is fine from behind or something. I don't know if that's the same with Sami Zayn, unless Cesaro gets involved by some way. But Gulak will be like there as well. Gulak will be there yeah. as well. I like this match. Um, I hope Bryan wins. So I'm going to say that I hope Bryan wins. <laughs> that's all I got to say. <laughs> I hope uh, Daniel Bryan wins. Next up, we have the and I'm I'm sticking with two women's matches a show. That's why I put two here. Um, okay, turn have, women's have the, fatal five way, fatal five way elimination with Bailey, Naomi, Sasha Banks. Tamina, Still no update on Dana Brooke. I hope she's doing well. <laughs> Tamina 
And I'm, I'm missing one person. I'm missing one person. Who is it? Bailey, Sasha, Tamina, Naomi, um, Lacey A. Lacey Evans, yes. Her too in this. Hey man, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the unpopular pick here. I think Lacey Evans is gonna win this match. I why <laughs> why would you say that? I think she's gonna win this match. I really why do. You say that. Why would really you even put that into the universe? They, they, yo, Bruce, he wants her to be the champion, and this is the best way for him to do it without really beating uh, Bailey too badly here, and, and having there be a setup for us to have yes, he's more Bailey like, Lacey matches. He's gonna be like, I think this is the only period of time I could get away with it. There's no crowd for people to like sour on her. There's nothing. I could let her go as champion, and that'll be it. Oh my god, I'm gonna do it. I could see Bruce doing that. Um, they've really. Here's a, a number of things. First of all, Tamina's in the match. Shout out to Tamina. Just, just around, just around when they need her. So shout out to Tamina. Um, they really screwed the pooch on the Naomi thing. I think they got a lot of good buzz post Rumble with Naomi, and they've really kind of squandered it to the fact now that Naomi looks incredibly regular here. Just a gal. <laughs> Just a gal. Um, Lacey Evans as well. She kind of comes out um, a little less hot. But at the same time, it's like, you know that they love Lacey. So at they've, been, time, they've been giving Lacey like like promo segments and stuff like that and, and sit right, down right, and course. Right. So at any time, she could become the one. Um, if, if not win, maybe get like two eliminations, three eliminations, something along those lines. Um, the Sasha and Bailey aspect. I mean, this is the first time they're in a match against one another i think you set the seeds for what's going to happen right like sure but i don't I think, think they, they don't need the title i don't do think that. no 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 i don't think one of them wins the title is well first of all if you want to think me i think bailey retains um i think bailey retains but she's going to have the opportunity to save sasha and just not take it or something along those lines or she's going to pin uh, sasha or something along those lines but i think it, it begins here, is what I'm saying. The dissension that, that could all still happen in Lacey win. <laughs> I mean, yes, it, it could happen if Lacey wins. I just, if I'm going to prediction, I'm thinking Bailey's going to retain. Um, but it could. I mean, I think this starts as dissension between Sasha. If if you want a headline from this match, because I think this match is incredibly like, there's no attraction to this match. Um, it was kind of just thrown together, obviously. Um, but I think if you wanted something, I think it starts to begin in a Sasha and Bailey dissension arc. Uh, next match, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Title. Mm. Uh, what? Mm. Oof! This is this is the one match that mm. I feel as though is especially hurt by this new format of any matches, even including the ladder match. I think a lot of this match was predicated on the fact that we would see or a crowd of 70 to 80,000 people would see Rhea Ripley on that big stage and she would be put over as the next big thing in NXT. And you kind of lost that here. And I think it's going to be hurt, especially because I think she's going to be Charlotte here. This is supposed to be her moment. And I think that now it's kind of like, it's kind of hurt a lot by the fact that, you know, you're supposed to see all of what Rhea can do and Charlotte's going to give her a great 15 minute match. And, you know, Rhea's going to win on the big stage and go back to NXT champion. And I think a lot of that is hurt here. And I think more so than any match here, because with Becky Shayna, there's ways you can rehab it. If either one of these, these two lose or win or whatever, 
with Rhea here, it's one and done. Like she's not gonna go back to Raw the next night. I don't think they've done a good idea. I mean, I don't think they've done a good job making Rhea look like a credible threat to Charlotte, in my opinion. Now, that could all be dispelled. Rhea could 100% win. I don't think they've done a good idea. I, I, sorry, I keep saying a good idea because I have another theory about good ideas. But I don't think they've done a good job making – you have Rhea. I mean, she should be in Orlando. She should be doing all the things. Have her in matches, competitive matches against people. Have her look like an actual kind of star going into this. You have Charlotte Flair, the Royal Rumble winner, challenging her for the belt. And this one kind of feels – Compared to the other women's championship matches, I mean, I, I guess I would rank this second in terms of things that I actually want to see. But it doesn't even seem like it, it seems like at the end of the day, like maybe Shayna Baszler should have won the Royal Rumble. Like to me, this whole NXT women's championship feud. If they wanted to put Rhea on a big stage, don't have her win the belt. Don't have her win the NXT championship. Have her just legitimately challenge Charlotte Flair and have this be an interpromotional match because I really don't get what the point of having the NXT Women's Championship on the line in this thing is. I think it's a step back for Flair, especially considering she's past all that. And as much as we can say NXT is a third brand, it is the distant third brand from the first two. Um, I think just in general, it hasn't really done much for Flair. You don't remember that she won the Rumble. Um, with Ripley, she hasn't really looked good going into this. I would say I'm not really particularly excited for this match. I think it'll be good, but I'm not particularly excited for this match. I think it would be cool. Uh, it'll be a cool showcase for Rhea, but again, with Charlotte, she plays up to her opponent's abilities. So that's where you get really great matches like Charlotte and Becky's matches and mm-hmm. Charlotte and Asuka, and then you get Charlotte Bianca Belair. You know, where it's like mm-hmm. she's not really like that ring general yet, like like Bailey is. And I think that Charlotte has a lot of work here with Rio, who is still relatively kind of green in these in these settings. One thing I do think is good is that even though she won't be in the bright lights, she'll be in a in a comfort of the PC, that Charlotte and Rio will have a more comfortable match where there will be less stakes. And of course, this is tape. So any mistakes that they have, we won't see them because it's not live, you know. So mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I, there's a lot of things going for it, but there's a lot. Of th- the, the biggest thing going against it is that we're not going to see Rhea have her moment, and I think that's going to directly affect the perception of this match. I don't think she should be having her moment at this current setting anyway, because she's the NXT Women's Champion. What and does that mean? Wanted, but if you wanted her to have her moment, move her up to Raw. Like I don't get it. The point is, she's, if NXT. she retains. If she retains, she's going back to NXT. So what is the point of the actual moment in itself? Did she beat the most tenured champion in women's history? So what? She's facing whoever is fate wins that ladder match at the end of the day for the next pay-per-view. This isn't something where we're continuing and we're building this thing and we can plot a rematch down the line. They're not going to plot a rematch down the line because she's going back to NXT. That's not a demotion. To me, the foresight to me, the foresight for this thing is like, where are we going with this? Are you having Charlotte go down to NXT and do that thing? Because at the end of the day, it's like if you have Charlotte down at NXT, you're kind of missing a major star on Raw that you could possibly have there. If you have Rhea win, it's like, okay, she beat Charlotte, but she's going back to NXT as well. So it's like, what's the point? It's a moment for NXT, not really for Rhea to be. NXT had its moment at Survivor Series. 
well, I mean, that's that's the point. Will she get another one here? It, it's it's literally the story of okay, but can you be Charlotte one on one and not in the team setting and not in tag team setting? Like, will you have this moment on the big stage? That's why I said this is hurting her because there is no big stage here now. There is literally no stage. It's literally just her and Charlotte with with a with a bunch of cameramen. Like this to me, could, the moment is hollow. That's the difference between the moment to me is hollow. The moment to uh, me is 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 you it's have this moment yeah it still happens but at the same time it's like where do we go from there it will, i say Rhea move Rhea to she, raw move Rhea to raw then you have moving, the moment she's not moving to raw then it doesn't make sense to me well it makes Rhea hot shit on nxt there's no one in nxt <clears throat> hot shit on nxt anyway she's the champion you're, if you're trying to make Rhea ready for when she does eventually get moved up and you want her to be in the same class as Becky, Charlotte, Sasha, Asuka, you have her have this. You can't, she can't do the undefeated streak. She can't do any of that anymore. You make her the most tenured women or one of the most tenured women in NXT history just for these virtues that she's won the UK belt and the American belt and she's beaten Charlotte and when she finally comes out and goes up to Raw, it's it's a greater moment for her then. I don't think Charlotte winning the title is even a demotion for her if if you think that, like, she can go to both shows. If she can go to both shows, I mean, that kind of is a way to make it work, but at the same time, it's like she's got to be defending on... She's going to be... Her priority should be NXT from there on. I think, personally... Maybe they need that, Rhea is currently, to me, Rhea is currently in the same class that Charlotte was, that Bailey was, that Oscar was, that Shayna was. She's currently in that class. The, the, the difference between that is they took the next notable step to go to the main roster, and they stayed on the main roster. If this is a situation where Rhea is not staying on the main roster, there is no real strength to it. I mean, she's going to have, yes, I beat Charlotte, and I was on NXT. But Charlotte is going to go do whatever the hell she does next, and the moment will be there, and she'll be back on NXT with, once again, with, I mean, I don't want to bring sort of rating into it, but it's, it's a distant third show. She's going to be back on that show and touting the rating and touting that she beat Charlotte for who? That's what I'm saying. It's like, to me, it doesn't make sense that this match is going on. I would understand it if it was a non-title match and Ray Ripley was moved to Raw. That makes but, sense. You know, I, mean, I, could I could understand it if they were trying to give NXT a spotlight on the show, you would spotlight their women's division, which has characters like Rhea Ripley on it. And I mean, mm-hmm. I think the fact that she's going against someone in a ladder match afterwards is, I, I think that's a non-point because we don't even know when that's going to happen. Uh, yeah. I, I think this it, is supposed to happen in the next couple of weeks. So if, if we're to, to oh, well, think after the ladder match, yes, yeah, the ladder uh, match yeah. in a couple of weeks, then yeah, we, we don't know when, we don't know when the Rhea ladder match winner match is going to happen. So that that's to me, null and void at that point. I think again, like I said, like the, the big draw here was for Rhea to have that coming out party to a bigger audience than she did a survivor series. And I think that she loses that. I don't disagree with you there. I do get their thinking and their thinking was that this was going to happen before COVID popped up. Like Mm -hmm. this was going to be, there might've been more segments that they had planned before this. You got to understand, like, you know, they couldn't have Charlotte and her in the same spot. They had to they had to ship things greatly in the past couple of weeks. And I think that does hurt your perception. And I get that. That hurt my perception, too. But I think with, with hindsight being 2020, I could see what they were try, trying to do. And I, I do know that her getting beat up outside the, the PC in the daytime isn't what they originally had planned. And I think mm-hmm. that does hurt the perception of the match. But I do get the, the goal of it. And that was to have Rhea be... Yet another woman, because again, like if 
everyone's complaint is that not all women look strong and then they nerf Rhea, then we, we don't get anywhere. I, I think you, you make no everyone strong. To me, there's no nerfing of Rhea if she's not on this card because she's there. I'm not talking about on this card. I'm talking about the fact that just not putting her in a position where she looks strong or she looks like she could be the next person up. Like you, we're, she's an NXT Women's Champion. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everyone's always complaining about like everyone. Everyone's they only care about the four horse women in Oscar. They only care about the four horse women. The one mm-hmm. time they're trying to build one woman the same way that they that they do like i don't think that they should be taking points away because this you know tragic thing is happening in the, in the united states right now or that she isn't going against someone on on the takeover card or, or or whatever like i think it is a great thing that she is going to charlotte the royal rumble winner i think it is a, a, a good position for her it just sucks that there's no crowd to see this i think that this is a big moment for everyone in nxt because it shows that this there could be things like this that happen next year and she's opening mm-hmm. the floodgates for that and i think that's the storyline reason but i think as a bigger reason like you just really, I, I think that, again, if she doesn't get to have these cha- these opportunities, then we don't see a way for Io Shirai to have that or Bianca Belair to have that. Like, she is the chosen one right now there. And there could be another one next week. There could be another one next month. We don't know that. I think that we have to see how this match goes. I do think she's going to win. But if what happens in afterwards, the follow-up to this for Charlotte and her, will perfectly paint our perception of how this whole thing went. I want to see the match first. I can't judge if this was a bad or a good idea yet. And that's my point. Like I can't judge that yet. I do think it sucks that there's no crowd, but I would, I would want to see what happens next month and where Rhea goes next before I say, okay, she should have just been moved up to raw. This was pointless. If Charlotte wins, I said the same thing. See where this goes. I'm saying I 100% agree with you. And I will be looking at this match and wondering where everything goes. And I could be very well be like, okay, well, if they doing this, then that makes sense. As far as I'm doing with everything that's in this match, Rhea's the NXT Women's Champion. She's already in a class. She's already the hottest shit on NXT. Um, to This is the opportunity to showcase NXT. I get that 100%. Um, you have a match, though, where nothing is really going to be followed up afterwards. Um, we don't know Rhea, that. Who could potentially, you, you have Rhea, who could potentially get a win over Charlotte. I'm, I'm putting into two scenarios. Rhea gets a win over Charlotte, then Rhea goes back to NXT. I, I would say that's a that's a possibility that can happen. Or Charlotte could win this NXT title, and then Charlotte is either on Raw or she is on NXT. But her focus should be NXT because she is the champion there. Um, but Rhea will also be on NXT. So removing them both to NXT, I think if this is a situation for WrestleMania, you move both to Raw. That's just my opinion. Rhea's not ready to go to Raw yet. She's ready to be on WrestleMania. What does that mean? Like you can put anyone there. It's, it's, it's fake. It's, it's not like she won well, a tournament. Well, of course, no. You can't say that it's fake. All of this is fake. You just but I'm saying, like, you, what, what do you mean? She's not, moving. She's, not, uh, yeah. she's not ready to go up yet. She she's literally the center, the cornerstone of that brand right now. Then there's no moving her up. There's no moving her up right now. There's her having the match with Charlotte and potentially beating Charlotte and, and being like, hey, I'm top shit here for real, for real. I'm up there with Shayna. I'm up there with Asuka. She is already. <laughs> She's not. She's already there on NXT. Just because she beat Shayna? Yeah, it's because she's the champion. <laughs> Whatever. I'm moving on. Uh, Let's move Drew, on. Let's move on. Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship, uh, which is what I think will main event 
the Sunday night show. Again, I think this match loses a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot without the crowd there. You've already seen Drew say he wants fans to to, to live stream or, or record their reactions to him winning if he potentially wins. Uh, and I, I, I mean, I get that. I mean, WWE would probably use that for their own for their own uh, their own uses. Did he if tweet that this happen. last year? Did he did he tweet this a couple of days ago? Did he tweet this earlier yesterday? What do you mean? I'm just trying to see. I mean, WrestleMania was taped. If he wants us to tape our reactions, he might. It was like yesterday, but he wasn't really like it was. It was said in a way. It was no. Nah, he wasn't. He wasn't trying to tip us. So he was. He was literally trying to make it seem as though it was live. But I was like, okay, we all know what's going on. Um, <laughs> I again with Brock matches, you just never know. I think it just really depends on like what their long term story is and and the way Paul Heyman books Raw is that like he does press the button on things. He does. He he really does move things forward. And if he does feel as though Drew is the guy and he's been pushing, obviously we've been seeing he's been pushing for Drew. I do think Drew will win. I think if in the long term you want to set up Brock KO or something like that, like that could still happen if Drew wins the title and you just put Drew against somebody else, AJ, uh, you could put him against Alistair, you can put him against anyone going going out from you know all the way on to SummerSlam. Um, I'm just gonna go on a limb and say I think Drew is gonna win. I also think Drew is going to win. I think he deserving is a very uh Deserving is subjective, but I do think um, he's been put in the right stance. And I think if there's any time to have him win, if this was, if you had a green light to go, this is the time to go because this is a why not? Like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much because there's one based on circumstances, there's nothing really going on. You've got nothing really to lose um, by making him champ, but also two, it's like you continue to establish the next set of guys. And that's kind of what we need. I mean, it can only bounce between Brock, Seth, Roman so many times. But in this era currently where we have two championships, it would be crazy if you don't have a multitude of guys, new guys becoming world champion. It would be Mm -hmm. crazy. Um, I think Drew should win. Um, I'm hoping it's a very competitive match. But, you know, knowing Brock matches is not usually. But this is the biggest kind of. Yeah, I think this is the biggest kind of guy that Brock has faced, like in terms of, well, I guess Braun. I'm still going to say this is the biggest guy. <laughs> you know, he doesn't like Braun. I, I, get this, yeah. I get the feeling that he actually does kind of fuck with Drew a little bit. So Yeah, um, yeah, I agree too. I agree. I, and I think Heyman also fucks with Drew a lot too. Yeah, and, and I think they'll give a they'll, they'll give him time. They'll give him a chance to look good. And again, like, like we said earlier, like, why not? Like... Brock is the great, he's the kingmaker, essentially. Like, if you beat Brock, then you are the next. You, you know, he's mm-hmm. done it for Seth. He's done it for Roman. Doing it for Drew. You, know, the, you join a very established and esteemed class of people that have been able to beat Brock one-on-one. Yeah. I, I think Drew, he has a lot of, of gas in the tank as far as being a babyface. He's, he's been a lackey for too long. If you beat him here, he becomes that again, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think he just becomes a guy. Right, 100%. No, I agree. I think Drew... Should win, and I think Drew will win on Sunday. Just like Roman, I can, I will. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't. I don't even think he did. <laughs> he, uh, did he did it that year. But I can, I, I will. Yeah, he didn't win. Um, <laughs> I think that was the year Seth beat him. Seth that was the year Seth won, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. and that is the WrestleMania card. I mean, overall thoughts on it. I, it looks really fun. I, I think potential, uh, potential matches that could steal the show. Owens, Rollins. 
Uh, Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan, Styles and Taker could potentially steal the show. Uh, whoever they put Goldberg against, I, I think could steal the show. I think guaranteed steal, show stealers. Orton Edge, for sure. Drew and Brock, for sure. Um, and in one match, I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't know yet, is probably the, the two women's matches, uh, Flair and Ripley and uh, Baszler and Lynch. I, I, I could go either way with those. But I'm really excited about this show. I ain't doing nothing else, so <laughs> let's, let's do true. it. In terms of matches, I think it's still the show. I think what we're looking for is possibly like kind of a, a big match. I think Orin versus Edge will be the most memorable. I think Owens versus Rollins has a great opportunity as well to be very, very good. Considering we've never seen them in the ring, I think Rollins is really going to show out. I also think the latter match is something that we can anticipate as well. These guys mm-hmm. just deliver. They just do. They just do. Um if I had to pick a women's match that I'm looking forward to, I would say Flair versus Ripley. At the end of the day, I think it's actually hmm, questionable. Questionable. It's fifty fifty for that one for me. It has it has the potential. It one hundred percent has the potential. Flair having to work with someone relatively newer that she's not used to working with. You know, it's a it's a like you said, it's fifty fifty. I think I'm hoping Baszler and Lynch kind of surprise us. I think the entire world is anticipating a slow plotting match and it could very well be that. But I think Becky Lynch has an aggression to her that she can kind of step up. And I think if she controls the pace of the match, it's going to be better than if Shayna Baszler does, in my opinion. Yeah, so, I, they, they need to have – this should have been a no DQ match or something like that or something yeah. that could have kind of uh, worked to their advantage or, or a submission it's, match. Yeah, it's very kind of like – yeah, I think a submission match. I think Baszler is very limited in terms of um like she's not a dynamic performer but that's worked for her yeah but she's not able to adapt to whoever opponent she's in with she kind of wrestles the same match no matter who you are Mm -hmm. um and i think they need to bring that out of her on the main roster it's like listen you got to prepare because asuka one night is not going to be the same as charlotte one night it's not going to be the same as Kyrie one night it's not going to be the same as naomi one night and you can't wrestle all the same match for all of them yeah so We'll see how that goes. Big, big test for Shayna. Uh, I know there's no there's no eighty thousand people, which you know again sucks for the like these new NXT people coming up. But hey, she um, used to it. The Rock told her. The Rock was like, "Good promo, kid." <laughs> <laughs> he said that to Shayna. Yes, Shayna oh, cut wow. a promo, and Rock was like, "Yo, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that for real." Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I, big test for her. Uh, monumental test for everyone. And, and once again, like you know, politics notwithstanding. All of the bullshit notwithstanding, like a major shout out to to everyone that's making this work. This this is from AEW to WWE for making this work. I I think again, and and I say this every week, and I'm gonna say it every week. Like they're providing us an escape, and they're providing us with with content, entertainment. No matter what side you lay on, this is what is needed right now. And you know, even if we don't get anything past this. It's been a great ride, and until they come back, until we, until they're ready to do this again, and the world is in a better place, like I'm glad that we got this for the last month. And you know, if this ride ends after next Monday, then then so be it. So uh, you know, for everybody out there, like just watch it with an open mind and just have fucking fun with this. It's pro wrestling, yo. Like just have fun with it. Right, that's a big fact. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say as well. I mean, really kind of watch your hands. Everyone stay safe. Everyone stay indoors. you got WrestleMania coming up this weekend, both days, or you should really have nowhere to go if you're anticipating anywhere to go. Um, and keep binging. WWE yeah. YouTube has been killing it. With the they have. They have been uploading. They have. Killing it. 
I'm gonna watch a few. I'm gonna watch a few after we end this and when I'm editing the show tonight. Yeah, I just let it rock, to be honest with you. So yeah, um, that's all I got to say. Yeah. So uh, until next week, we will be uh, once again, as as always, uh, reporting to you live and and trying to make sense of what uh, what's gonna what's gonna happen, whether there are shows afterwards or not. Um, we will, I guess, find out after this, but we will uh, stay vigilant and maintaining that we're going to come to you guys every single week with a new concept and something new to talk about on the a show uh thank you guys for listening you know i really me and mills really appreciate everyone that's come to us and tweeted us and said that uh you know this show has really helped them out during this time and you know that's really what we want to do so thank you guys for listening and you know you guys help us as much as we help you uh as always follow us at rnc radio live for all the latest and greatest from all of our shows on this network and please subscribe to us at the a show rnc channel on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please leave us a five-star review and leave us some comments. Let us know what you're feeling. So until next week, uh, thank you guys for listening. Enjoy WrestleMania, everyone. Be safe, and uh, we'll see you later. Happy Rooster Day. Wash your hands.